to get faith-changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke chapter 2, verse 41 to verse 51. The parents of Jesus went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to custom. And when the feast was ended, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it, but supposing him to be in the company, they went a day's journey. And they sought him among the king's folk and acquaintances. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem, seeking him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when they saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been looking for you anxiously. And he said to them, How is it that you sought me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? And they did not understand the saying which he spoke to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. And his mother kept all these things in her heart. My dear brothers and sisters, let, let's, let's look at this text and realize that Mary was fully human. Joseph was fully human. Jesus was fully human and fully divine. But that does not take away his humanity. So they had gone up to Jerusalem and on their journey way back home, they realized that Jesus is missing. Now, Jesus is only 12 years. Ask any mother who has ever lost a child who's 12 years. You will panic. You will be angry. You will be upset. You can think of the worst case scenario. I mean, you know this. Your child is not at home at 8 o'clock at night and you're like wondering. You, you're phoning them. You're asking them. Where are you? If they do not answer, you start thinking of the worst. Are they safe wherever they are? And so you, you start wondering, asking questions, and you are not at peace. And so I just want to bring that, that I want to argue that Mary and Joseph were not at peace. And there's a possibility here. Blaming. The blaming game. 
Why did you get him off your side? Why did you not notice? Why did you not take him with you? And so they may have fought. They may have quarreled. And they probably blamed themselves. What are we going to do? They're traveling from Jerusalem to Nazareth. Jesus could have been attacked by animals. Something worse could have happened. Jesus could have died. And as a parent, you have a right to be worried. And I think Mary was worried. I think Joseph was worried. Have I failed God? You know, sometimes when our children go astray, we, we sometimes ask ourselves, have I failed God? What is wrong with me? And we blame ourselves for things beyond our control. We blame ourselves. And so they go back. They start asking, have you seen Jesus? They ask their friends, they ask their acquaintances, they ask their relatives. And imagine they all are like saying, what kind of parents are you? How can you lose a baby? And how many of us are afraid of being judged? We don't ask for help. Because we want to live this perfect life. We want people to think that everything is perfect. And they end up in Jerusalem. And only after three days, they find them. How did they sleep? They were worried. They were scared. You know, you lose someone you love. You think of the worst case scenario. Start phoning the hospitals. Going to mortuaries. And asking yourself, what is it that I could have done, that I should have done, that I didn't do? And they find Jesus in the temple. And Mary says, how can you? How can you do this to us? How can you put us through so much pain? Mary gives us an insight of her fears. And Jesus says, why are you worried? Was I not about to do my father's job? How do you deal with an arrogant teenager? Who thinks they know it all. They think they are God's answer to the world. They think they are far more intelligent than any of you. They forget that you were once a teenager. 
You know, they go into the room and they close themselves and they write at the door, do not disturb, do not come in. They sulk at you, they look at you, they, 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 they don't want to talk to you. They shut you out. They take offense in what you do. How do you deal with that teenager? Jesus just says, I was upon my father's business. Did you not know that? And Mary looks at Jesus and I would have said, oh boy, oh boy. Do you want to say that again? Do you want to say that again? But Mary does it differently. Violence doesn't solve issues. I would have been upset. I would have probably done something far more worse than what a reasonable parent could do. But I love how Jesus went back home with Mary and Joseph and he became obedient to them. He realized that he was on a high horse and he became obedient. And we need this. We need this as people. We need this as children. We need this as parents to become obedient. To realize I'm messed up. It's okay to say I'm sorry to my children. It's okay to say I'm sorry to my spouse. It's okay to apologize. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh my God, I offer up to you all my thoughts and words. Actions, joys and hopes, graves and anxieties of this day. I ask you to grant me the grace to love and serve you and all those you sent my way today. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.